Hello everybody and welcome to the Theme Park Times podcast. I'm your host today, Nye. Today we'll be talking about our top 10 roller coasters. I thought this was a great way for you to get to know me a bit better as this is our first podcast. Whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Castbox, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify and Stitcher, we hope you have a great time. We're joined with Theme Park Reviews UK. How are you? I'm alright, thanks. And as you're the special guest, why didn't you go first? Um, I think my favourite, like, uh, not favourite, but my top ten roller coaster is probably Troublesome Trucks. I just think it. I, I think it's because I have such sentimental feeling to it because it was my first ever roller coaster, and I I sort of have that bond with that roller coaster. Yeah, well, I think I was actually my first roller coaster as well, and it just sort of brings back memories before I was a coaster enthusiast and before I've ever ridden my roller coaster, first roller coaster. Yeah, I started to be a roller coaster enthusiast in 2012. Okay. So, you know, it, and it was going to Walton Towers, but, you know, if you think about it, Drayton Manor did start off that, that love for roller coasters and that, like, wanting themed experiences and things like that. Yeah, I think you're right. And it's, it's, it's a good roller coaster because it's, it's, although it's quite fast at some points, it's, like no, it's it's a good way to get involved, isn't it? And get into the yeah. whole enthusiast, um, the whole enthusiast of it all. So that's really cool. I'm glad you like that roller coaster. So um, and I, no, go for sorry, it. go on. No, that's fine. I think, I think it's Buffalo. It's definitely like you're starting off roller coaster. Many people like obviously have Buffalo, and then you also have like um, troublesome trucks. But troublesome trucks was my first ever roller coaster, and I cried on it. <laughs> Just because it was it was so fast, and you don't expect it to be like that, do you? Really? Yeah. No, I know what you mean. It, when I when I actually took my friend on it, and they said, "Oh, that's not going to be very fast," and I said, "You'd actually be quite surprised when you get up the first after the um the lift yeah. hill. It's quite surprising what happens." So yeah, I'm I quite like that ride. I'm glad you enjoyed it as well. Yeah. So I'll, it, go, I'll go. I'll go. No, sorry. Go on. I think Drea Manor is such a good park to start off with, even though it's lost a lot of rides and incidents and things. Drea Manor has so many small roller coasters. If you go on with like family, it's Drea Manor is the place. Definitely. Alton Towers is, a, I would say Alton Towers was, but looking at their clay cookie land on their CBB sand, it's not really the case anymore, really. Well, talking about oh, a lot of bangs. Right. Sorry. Uh, talking about Alton Towers, if you guys are interested in more information about Alton Towers, you should definitely go and check out Towers Talk on YouTube. It's a new podcast and it should be out as well as sort of the same time as this podcast is out. So definitely go and check that Sunday. One. Sunday. Well, this is Sunday. So that should be Sunday, the 28th of April. Yeah. So um, I'm going to do my number 10 now, which is Accelerator at Odrator Manor as well. Now, this is an interesting one because... When I first rode this roller coaster, it was called Ben Ten, um, I can't the Ben Ten Adventure or something. I can't quite remember. I think it was like Mission Escape. That's or something it. Like that. Um, and it was, it it, it wasn't really a different ride, but it felt a different. It felt different. It felt a bit more extreme and a bit more scary. But I actually prefer the the ride feel to it now when it's themed around cars. It just feels a bit more welcoming. Yeah, and I think like. We're going to talk about this um, at Towers 
talk. I'm going to keep bringing yeah. this up. But IPs are not the best th- way for theme parks to go because it's unoriginal. Yeah. It doesn't last long. They spend more money paying for this IP and paying money to get rid of the ride once the IP's gone and building the ride once the IP's there. Yeah. I think it's just stupid. And to be honest, when I heard that the Ben 10 sponsorship, not sponsorship, but like the IP had gone off, um, what is now the Accelerator, um, I think I was expecting for the roller coaster to go, to be honest, because I didn't expect Greater Manor to keep it. Yeah, I think it was a wise move that they did, because uh, I think it's quite a good draw to the park now. But we know for a fact that IPs aren't a good idea, especially when we have incidents like the Smiler and the um, the Rapids incident at Drayton Manor. When they are losing money quickly, they can't keep their IPs. So it's important mm-hmm. that they have original ideas that can keep on going without paying money to people who created it. But yeah. talking a bit more about the ride, I think it's a good family experience. It is quite an intense roller coaster, especially for what they class as a family boomerang. But it is, uh, as I say, it's an intimate standard layout boomerang coaster. If you haven't already ridden it, it's a good one. And it's nice to bring young thrill seekers on. Yeah, definitely. Would you like like to do your number nine? Number nine is um, one of Chessington Modern Adventure and it's called Scorpion Express. Um. Now, this one is a Mac powered coaster. I know this one for a fact. Yes. Um, <laughs> and I think, obviously, it started off as the Runaway Train and then got rethemed to Scorpion Express. And I did go on it when it was called Scorpion Express and never got to experience the Runaway Train. But yeah. I think the theming on there is really good. I think the ride experience is fun. It's like Runaway Mine Train over at Alton Towers. They're sort of the same experience. Just, I think Scorpion Express is a bit smaller. Yeah, and I think Scorpion Express is a lot. So it is like the same ride type as yeah. um as the Runaway Mine Train, and it is quite a similar experience. But it seems it's themed differently. And I'd go as far as saying it's probably themed better than Runaway Mine Train, with it sort of if you're in the queue line and you've got the interactive parts of it. Yeah. I think it does sort of give it a sort of a more thrilling experience, even if it is a similar ride. Yeah, and I think Scorpion Express, um, obviously Scorpion Express is older than the Runaway Mine Train. Yeah. And to be honest, comparing the roughness of both rides, you wouldn't expect how both of them are really, like... They are getting old now. Um, Runaway Mine Train is the oldest roller coaster that Alton Towers have at the moment. Yeah. And for how... not It's not obviously that smooth, but it's still smooth for how old it is. Yeah, definitely. It is, it is a smooth ride compared to what it is. And it's also... The Runaway Mine Train is actually a good family coaster at, yeah. at Alton Towers. But um, yeah, I agree with you on that one. I think that's a good number nine. Now, my number nine is Vampire at... Um, Chessington. I know you might have that. You might have that a bit further down your list, but we might have different ideas, so it's okay. Yeah. Um. Now I put my this at number nine, as I think the elements on it are quite impressive, and the the whole idea behind it makes it sort of a unique ride experience compared to other, um, compared to other suspended coasters. Obviously, for those who don't know, it is a um. It was designed by John Wardley, who designed lots of rides at the Alton Towns Resort. And it is a good ride layer, I believe. I do think as well, the cars swinging gives it a sort of new thrilling experience. And it's a great 
one. The, the height limit being one meter twenty allows more thrill seekers to ride it, and I think that's a good move by them. I know obviously it's safety first, but having low height limits for thrilling rides it always seems to be good. Yeah, um, and I'm just trying to check out now, but I think it was started off by Aerodynamics. It did, and then they replaced and, the cars and, with a was it yeah with, with Coma they, cars. Yeah, yeah. So. The Vacoma um, swinging cars are actually quite a really good addition to Vampire. I think there's a lot of people that liked the old, um, the old cars on there, but to be honest, I only obviously experienced it with the um, the newer cars. Yeah, but um, I think the newer cars do get that more swinging motion than the older cars do yeah but i think the problem with vampire and why it's only number nine on my list is that you can definitely feel its age now it's starting to get quite rough and the experience although it is fun it is getting a point where i don't know how much how enjoyable it would be if i was younger and i didn't know how to hold like how to place my head so i didn't get hurt basically because it is a rough ride now yeah and obviously it was Opened in 1990. Yeah. I think for a ride that opened in 1990, it's definitely getting its age. But Chessington... Sorry, go on. No, I was going to say, you can definitely feel it's going. But for a ride... But Chessington doesn't have many roller coasters at the moment. So, you know, I think... If they ever get rid of that, that's the last chance for Chessington. They need something else. They need to put, replace it. And obviously, it's got two chain lifts as well. Which, you know... It's a long experience. It's, you know, it's a, it feels like you're going on a proper adventure. Yeah, it does. I think it's around, like, three minutes. Yeah. So, it's a long track. Yeah. And I, I, I think... Right, then, should we go on to the next one? Yeah, definitely. You go on to number eight. Um, no, so we just talked to the Scorpion Express. So, this is another Mac Pilot coaster, and it is um, Runaway Mine Train. Oh, okay. Let's so, I that. put Runaway Mine Train above Scorpion Express. I think the reason why I've done this is I've always liked how intense when you go into that tunnel yeah. it is. Obviously, it's just it's not meant to be intense, but how intense it I think it's amazing. Yeah, I think you're right. It's just and sort of an experience that, for a Mac powered coaster, it's one of the more intense ones I've been on. Yeah. And I think, obviously, they could have gone for a more original theme than a Runaway Mine Train because they all seem to have that idea. Yeah. Scorpion Express, when they did retheme it, they did have an original idea. Yeah, and I think that was sort of a better, better way to go. And I imagine with... Time, as time goes and the park moves on, maybe the Runway Mine Train will see a retheme. Maybe not a big retheme, as it is sort of quite will be hard to change all the wooden supports. Well, obviously the fake wooden supports, but I think we will see it have a little change before they close it because it will last a bit longer, won't it? I can't see them getting rid of it because they get the long queues. It's usually up to 30, 40 minutes. Yes, yeah, it does, so- doesn't it? You know, it's it's got long queues, and if it's got long queues, people are enjoying the roller coaster. Alton Towers won't see removing it unless something really bad happens. Exactly, and I think if we are to see anything change for that ride, it will be a retheme. Yeah, 
But then again, I don't see that happening because obviously the River Rapids and the Royal Mine Train, they both make the experience better. When you're going on those River Rapid boats and you get to see that train go zooming past you, it's such an experience. Yeah, right. And it's also nice to see, just moving on, the River Rapids are running. And we did, because we were hearing that the River Rapids were, might not be running and they might become seasonal, but it does seem that they're running fully and hap- and running sensibly, which is really good because it would be a shame to lose the River Rapids. And also, they need to bring back the waterfalls. So what we're going to do is we're going to start a hashtag called bring back the waterfalls. <laughs> yes, please do. I mean, it's it's one of those iconic moments on the River Rapids, which is a shame to see it's been lost. And I think one incident on the River Rapids at obviously Drayton Manor, I think that changed all. But when you go to parks like over in Italy, like Gardaland or places like that, or like SeaWorld... It's got these massive waterfalls and these massive drops with boats that are not as safe as ours now. Yeah, and I, I, I understand with Alton Towers and all theme parks should be that safety is always their number one priority. Of and course. We have, to, we have to always look into that. But I do believe that having the waterfalls back will get more customers. So once they've found a safe way to do it, as you, I think you've seen they've added the doors to the side of the, the River Rapids now. Yeah, so maybe they will. It will. We'll see the return of the fountain soon. And I also like to say, on the actual app, um, which they updated for last season or like the end of last season, they actually now have the waterfalls on the app. Like you can see the waterfalls going. Just oh, okay. This sort of hint to something. Yeah. Does it hint to the fact that they will? They are planning on getting them back in operation. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, interesting. Should we get on to yours then. Yeah, well, my number seven is Galactica. Eight. eight. Oh, dear. My number eight is Galactica at... There we go. <laughs> ...at Towers. Now, this is because of... Well, it's a unique attraction, and when it was originally opened, it was the first of its kind, and we all know that Alton Towers want to have that first... or that world record. We obviously have Smiler as the first 14 looping, Oblivion as the first nearly vertical drop and so on nearly i think um having that must have been a good big deal and a good advertising scheme but it is unique and it is a ride that in the uk you don't get many of and i'm glad it's at alton towers where they seem to have looked after it well yeah and obviously um with the re-theme of it from air to galactica i think that also gave it another push and um i we've both talked about this before but they advertised it as a new ride, which gave Austin Towers a new push. It made visitors come back. And obviously, they did have VR on it for two years. Yeah. Three years, one or the other. So, I think that also gave it a new experience because no roller coasters in the UK, I don't believe, have VR, had VR on them. No, it was the UK's first VR roller coaster. And I, I do want to ask you the question. We might ask it a bit later. But, um, do you think VR removing VR was a good idea? Definitely. It improved the um throughput on it from what I heard and from what I've experienced. The VR rarely worked. And I think another thing was when I went on it not um like last week, though on they still have the VR little packs that oh, you do they? to turn on. Um, on one of the car trains. Um, it's not on all of them because on the Monday that I went, the one that I was on were they were gone. So 
I don't know. I don't know if this is like a temporary thing with them taking them off because, to be honest, it doesn't look like they're fully taking them off. Yeah, it would seem to be a bit of a rush. Maybe they are planning on removing them or maybe they are going to plan it to take it back. But I don't think it added anything to the ex- ride experience. We can talk about that a bit later. So if you want to move on to your number yeah. seven. Um, number seven is uh, Accelerator or Ben 10. Like you said earlier, I'm not going to go into too much detail because you talked about it all, but I first went on it when it was Ben 10. IP wasn't the best idea. No. And I think it's it was it's a good boomerang coaster. You can't fault it, but you know, I think it gets hidden by like obviously like Shockwave or when G Force was open. So you know. It makes you think though with Drayton Manor, I don't think IP is a good idea. So with them adding the Ice Age four D experience, I don't know if that was a wise idea. Yeah, and I'm gonna speak about this a little bit more in um, some other videos on my channel, but Yeah. When I went to the Alton Towers Hotel, there's car parking space with the different suites, and they still have the Ice Age suites, like oh. rooms. So I, that also surprises me. I wouldn't think they were allowed to do that after they've run out of their IP, but maybe they are. Maybe they have an agreement. Yeah, or maybe they're not available, because did, uh, did you stay in an Ice Age suite? Um, no, but... There was car parking spaces, and when my mum looked at them, they were really expensive, so I'm guessing they're available. Yeah, I must imagine they will be. That's interesting. Very interesting. Right then, should I move on to my yeah. number six, is it? No, seven. Seven. <laughs> Goodness, I'm going to lose track. You want ahead. Um, so my <laughs> number seven is Hero at Flamingoland. Ooh. Now, this is a very debatable very very debatable um place on of the list for any of you who um don't know i'm a coast kids reporter and i did do a, vlo- a video from and, and i said it was one of the least favorite roller coasters i have ever experienced and that still stands it is a painful ride and f- for anyone who does not enjoy hurting themselves which should be everyone um i wouldn't recommend it i wouldn't i'm never going to ride that again that's going to be the one and only time I will ride it. But the reason it's Get on the cred. My... Yeah. The reason it's on my number seven is because of how unique the experience is. When you climb into the what, weird cage thing and you get strapped in, you I don't think I'll ever experience anything like that ever again. So although it wasn't a fun experience, it was definitely unique and it's something I'm glad I did. Um I don't actually speak about this a lot, but Hero is such a weird flying coaster. It's strange, isn't it? It's so weird. Comparing to the B and M ones, um, they are so weird. And from everything, from the lift, the lift hill, which is a strange thing where it pushes you up with a stick, to um, the whole experience, and I, I do feel like it, it felt really scary to me because it felt like if I had moved my feet, I would have slipped, slipped out. Now I know that can't happen, but it does feel like that. And I guess obviously, I don't think Flamingo Land initially when they brought the ride. I don't think they understand how painful it would have been. And I think I know. I think they thought that it might have been a weird experience because there isn't a roller coaster like it in the UK. That we don't have really a roller coaster that does go up a spiral lift hill. So it's really weird. And I think actually what Flamingo Land of Dumbledore is clever is they it's because it's quite in a, it's in a position where a lot of people see it. People are gonna be drawn to it because of how weird it is. Because I don't think 
I the overall layout isn't that unique and it doesn't feel special, but the cars and the lift hill it makes it it definitely draws attention to itself. Yeah, and I think compared to like Galactica, when you see Galactica running, you don't think anything about it because it does look like a normal roller coaster. Yeah, when you look at Hero. It's a totally different roller coaster. It's so weird. It's so, you know, and you're always going to the station. So it's a quick, 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 quick. It's like going on the sky ride. Yeah. At Alton Terrace. You, you're always rushing to get on or like the River Rapids. Yeah. When the log flume was there. It feels, it just, it feels quite um, just special when you're getting, but I don't, I do not recommend it to people. I wouldn't recommend it to people unless they want a very unique experience. Yeah. Unless you want to get the cost credit. Yeah. <laughs> so go on then, number six. Number six is Vampire. Obviously, you've already talked about this roller coaster, but it's. It, I think it was just because it was one of my first proper roller coasters. I class it as. Yeah. I think when I went to Chessington, I think it was back in twenty fifteen. Um, I did this on a bet, like on a dare. So, like, if I rode the roller coaster, I would get this. And back then, I was, I was ultra scared of roller coasters i would have never imagined going on galactica <laughs> or rita or even if wicker members will i don't think i would ever do that and obviously now that i've done that that's like a like a big achievement yeah definitely but back then going on going on vampire was like a oh my god it's like going on smiler for me yeah <laughs> you know so yeah so you enjoyed you enjoyed the experience when you got off? Yeah, I think it was a very new experience to me, and it's the only suspended coaster I've ever rode at the moment. Yeah. So, yeah, I definitely a cool one to uh, you've cool one for your first suspended coaster. So shall I do my number six? Yeah, go on. So my number six is Spinball Wizard at Alton Towers Resort. Not Sonic Spinball. Not, yeah, not Sonic Spinball. We when we were doing like a bit of an earlier talk before the podcast, I mixed them up because. There's no difference, really. I mean, I know that they run out of their IP, and we always say with Alton Towers and other theme parks, they never seem to manage to keep their IPs longer than a few years, do they? We can tell that they have... Yeah. If you look back at all the ones they've had, you know, with Ice Age and obviously... Charlie and Chocolate Factory. and then Sonic Spimble, um, they haven't ever really kept them, which makes you think, I wonder why they did do them in the first place, but they must imagine that... Um, it's I guess it's go just somewhere. to get like more publicity to the park. Yeah, and I, th- I think it's it's a clever marketing idea for the first few years, but it, they're, it's, apparently they're very expensive. They never think about the long future. They always think of the short future of the of the IP. You're right. Yeah. So um, with the reason I chose Sonic Spinball is because it was my first ever spinning coaster, mm-hmm. and it's it's a roller coaster that it's weirdly thrilling and it's definitely every time whereas a lot of roller coasters you ride such as nemesis to take example it's a really intense roller coaster and an amazing experience but after your first four rides you really start to remember how it goes and doesn't feel as special with sonic spinball you never know where you're going to be facing when you're dropping or how fast you're spinning sometimes you'll be going down the steepest drop backwards and that makes it completely different to if you're going down forwards and it just sort of keeps it fresh every time. I think there's always a reason why I've only been on Spinball Wizard once. Because I hate spinning rides. Spinning rides are not a big I'm not a big fan of. And Spinball yeah. Wizard, in my opinion, is really, really rough and it hurts 
so much. When obviously when you've got those um like the restraints on, you're like, oh, I just hate it. That's really interesting, actually. Uh, but, I, I, but, I, go something, on. I was gonna say something that I really like about the coastal community is that there's so many different opinions, and it's always really nice to hear about other people's thoughts because it makes you think about your rides you're riding so carry on with what you're gonna say and it's a bit weird because for my number five coaster is spinball wizard oh my goodness well, the, answer, it, then. the only on. reason it is is because it i liked the experience i've never experienced something like it and like you said with hero it's so it was such a weird experience you get a new experience every time and i've only been on there once but going on there once it was a nice experience, but it hurt at the same time. It's like the Peter <laughs> yeah. Rabbit hippity hoppity things that I went on. <sighs> they hurt. <laughs> painful, are they? So painful. Imagine Frog Hopper on another level. Oh, it hurt. Oh, dear. I mean, I think oh, that's the problem with the CBB lads. They actually are not very good with their restraints around no. there because they're putting them quite low. But when you have older people riding them. I don't think they've really thought about it. No, have it's they? get the kids on. Make sure the kids are alright. Yeah. Like the Go Jeffers one, it's like, oh, God, breathe. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. So, um, your number five then. If that was your, that was your number five. My number five is the Indiana Jones and the Temple of Peril at Disneyland Ooh, Paris. Oh, this is old. Didn't think we were adding Disneyland Paris things on here. Let's go. Oh, yeah, I'm doing one, just doing one bit of a random one, so a wild kite yeah. as such. Now, this is um, an interesting experience. I would say it's probably in my top five roughest coasters I've ever ridden, just because the overall experience makes you really hurt. <laughs> Especially the restraint system isn't very good, and it sort of really bashes your head around as you're going through the inversion, but it does... It does create this sort of atmosphere. And obviously, we know something with Disney is that they're amazing at theming and amazing at the overall experience of the ride. And that's what made it into the number five spot. Not because of the, not because of how amazing it was or how comfortable it was, but just because it was themed perfectly and it made you feel like you were really going into an Indiana Jones movie. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I can't speak. I've never been to a Disney park. So... You know, I can't wait to go there because all the roller coasters look like something I can actually ride. So you know, <laughs> yeah, they're very they're very good at doing um, roller coasters that are intense, but at the same time, you know, not too ridiculous that people can't enjoy them. Mm-hmm. If you know yeah. what I mean. All right, we're we gonna go to number four. Yeah, go for it. All right, number four is the Intamin launch coaster that is called Rita, or I think Ooh. no, I think it's Alton Terrors. Intamin rocket or something like launch rocket. That's what Rita stands for. Oh, okay. Something like that. Alton Terrors. Right. Yeah. Right. Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think the reason why it's there is because it, again, it's the first ever uh, launch coaster I went on. This is a newer roller coaster that I went on. It was yeah on the second day of the season this year. That it's like a whole new experience for me, and I've done actually. I've rolled some new roller coasters so much this season. I think it's amazing. And Rita, it hurts. Not gonna lie. In one of the parts, yeah. my head was near my areas. Um, because <laughs> the tease on that, it's 
And I know you're probably going to get more G's on Nemesis and things like that, but the G's on that is mental. I think what when, I, when people are going to go on it first, my advice is you have to be in a position that you want to stay in for the whole ride. I made the mistake once of... Um, I was literally, I was going down and I saw my shoelace was untied. So I went to tie it and we launched and I couldn't lift my head up the whole ride. <sighs> because I was just, it was so intense. <laughs> so you have to be brave yourself. Can I just say, really talking do. about un- undone shoelaces. Uh, the other time, one of the times when I went on Galactica, somebody had an undone um, shoe and lost their shoe. Oh, There was like there one of the people in front of me. There you go, that's a listener's tip, everyone. Wait, tie tie your shoes, shoes you and put Galactica. any loose articles. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so you're number so, four. Okay. Now my number four is another Disney special. Ooh, Disney special. Disney special. It's it's Space Mountain. Now don't not to be confused with the other Space Mountain. This is again the one at Disneyland Paris. Now this ride is a unique experience. It was one of my first indoor roller coasters. This was, and I'm not going to say I loved the oh, the indoor aspect of it because honestly I don't really get the point of indoor coasters. I understand. Um, it does give it a, a new sort of feel to it, but when you've got an amazing roller coaster like the Space Mountain roller coaster is, I don't think it, it doesn't really add anything compared to what you get on a roller coaster that would be outside. I think, to be honest, if a indoor roller coaster has a lot of theming, you know, and I think a good example of this was probably X, no way out. Yeah, and it didn't have a lot of theming, but it had a lot of lighting effects and things like that. If it has that, if it has those things, then I can see why we have an indoor roller coaster. But like a roller coaster that has no theme and it's just black, and you just go around. Yeah, it does disorientate you. But I again, I don't see any point in them either. To be yeah. Honest. So because when I went, the thing with X No Way Out is the roller coaster itself wouldn't be much of an experience if it was an outdoor roller coaster. The in the inside aspect kind of makes it what yeah. it is, and that's I think why it's inside. But space the space mountain roller coaster. The reason it's on my number four is because of how amazing the ride is itself, and not because of the theme inside. And actually, I got stuck in Space Mountain on the second lift hill, and it's not an enjoyable experience being stuck inside a pitch black room with uh, in complete <laughs> yeah. silence for like fifteen twenty minutes. It's really not fun. So um, <laughs> that might have tampered my views on it a little bit, but Probably. the ride itself. Is good. Now we get into the top three. Ooh. I know this is exciting. Top three. Right. Go for it. Top three and uh, number three is thirteen. Oh, I okay. don't want to ruin the ride because it has such <laughs> a weird layout. But yes, yeah, spoiler alert. So if you haven't been on thirteen, you're planning on going in. You don't. We don't want to ruin the surprise for you. Yeah. Click off now ta- or skip forward yeah. a couple of minutes or oh, yeah. I definitely recommend this though. Thirteen's experience is really added to by the overall aspect of surprise. So if you haven't heard about what happens, do skip forward. Press that skip forward button for about a couple minutes whilst we're talking about the overall layout. Yes. So go for it. So basically, you leave the station, and to be honest, I've just noticed this, but mostly all the rides have this. Um, when you leave the station, you dip and go round before going up to the lift hill, like Galactica. Yeah. Um, like this, like 13, things like that. You know, they all seem to have like this dip. Spinball Wizard is another one. Yeah. You know, Runaway Mine Train, there's another one. They all seem to have like this dip. And then you go up a lift till you'd like do a couple of drops. Um, and then you go up another lift till into a room. Now, this is where you think it's all ended. 
what you then do is you, and then you've got like this witch that lights up, and you the floor goes down a little bit, and it goes. Yeah. And you lower, um, you drop, and then go backwards. I think. What do you do actually when you go backwards? Is it a lot of bunny hills? It feels a bit like that. I don't actually know. I think it's like either a helix or loads of bunny hills. Yeah. But yeah, that's sort of what happens when you go back into the station. And the only, I think 13 is another really themed roller coaster by Alton Towers. The experience that you get is amazing. I think, obviously, not many people do actually know the story of um, 13, but basically, it's sort of a bit like Hex and the restaurant in this building, and they come across, like, obviously, things and find out that this happens. So, yeah. Yeah. I think it's just the storyline, the actual overall experience of it. Yeah, I think you're right. And I think it's a it's a really interesting experience. By the way, spoiler alert's over, by the way, everyone. It's all good. Um, yeah. So <laughs> you've joined back Ended. with us now. Welcome back. Um, the experience re- is something unique and it makes it a good attraction. When they originally advertised it, they advertised it as one of the world's most intense roller coasters. Uh, you can add it right if you're 16 or plus and only one time Yeah. And all of this, and that is incorrect, and none of that. I think what happened problem was when the enthusiasts came and expected something insane, they got something that was more of a family-based coaster. But if it had been advertised properly, it would have been an amazing and a hit ride. I think. Um. Yeah, I think you're exactly right. The way that they advertise things, and obviously the advertising and the. Like the publicity, um, like the 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 team back then didn't do a good job on doing it. The adverts were fine, but it was the way that yeah. they told press. Yeah, you're and right. And to be honest, it's a bit like The Walking Dead at the moment. Yeah. Or saw the ride at Thought Park. They all seem to have like a a big thing over. It's really scary, but in actual fact, it's really not. Yeah, they're not as bad as they sound, and. I think that, I, going on to Saw the Ride, that ride is main issue, personally, is that when you walk into the queue line, it warns you this ride is only suitable for people over the age of 13. I think having that really does affect the riders because I don't think all people over 1 to 40 aren't all over 13, and I don't think having the theme isn't really ideal for the ride, personally. Yeah, and I know it's like to start the anticipation again and the ride and things, but it's just bad publicity, and yeah, it's wrong. To be honest, it's it's fake. It's fake news. <laughs> it basically is. Right, what's your number three then? Well, my number three is Oblivion. Um, Oblivion at Alton Towers Resort, not Oblivion at Gardenland. Oblivion now, in the back this, hole. Yeah. Now, Oblivion is a roller coaster. That the main, the thing that makes it amazing is the anticipation before you ride. And for those of you who haven't got it, I have the book Creating My Own Nemesis by John Ward. Me too. Who designed... Yeah, it's a good book, isn't it? Yeah. And who designed, um, all, obviously, Nemesis and loads of the, of the Alton Towers rides. He designed Oblivion, and in a pay, on a couple of pages, he was explaining that it cost them thousands more to make the car stop over the drop and i think that was one of the best money they've ever spent because that builds up so much tension that two second waiting time makes you really you know get excited for the whole experience and although it's short which makes it's it short not and my... sweet 
Yeah, it makes it. It's not the reason it's not my number one is because of how short it is. But that drop is something that every time you do it, you still anticipate, and it's still an amazing experience. Mm-hmm, definitely. Number two, then. No. Yep. My number two roller coaster is Galactica. Like you said earlier on in the video, it's the yep. world's first flying coaster manufactured by B and M. It. It's, I think, for its age, it's so smooth. It's um, it's amazingly smooth. It's, it, I don't know. It's just something about Galactica that makes me love it so much. I completely agree. I think Galactica is just amazing. And when I, I always say, when people want to do one of the big six and they've done 13, Galactica is the next spot to go because it is a roller coaster that may look intense, but it's actually one of the most relaxing and uh, no, it's intense, I but it's not in a scary way. Yeah, when you get when you drop down that um lift hill and you do like sort of when you're on your back looking up, you yeah, know that bit I think that's such an amazing bit, or when you go over the corkscrew, so yeah, weird, but it so just feels amazing. Um, your zero, the zero G rolls and the barrel rolls, it just makes you feel like you're flying. And there's there's a point in the ride where you actually forget you're on a roller coaster and you actually feel like you are genuinely that just end flying through the air before you get to the brake um, section, um, yeah. where you're going around that like big pile of main or whatever it is. I think that's amazing. Yeah. But one thing that bugs me with this ride, it's not the actual ride, it's not the actual ride layout, it's not the actual trains. It's actually where the camera's placed. Yeah. When you come down, um, before you hit the brakes, there's a camera there. Such a weird place, to be honest. If it was, in my opinion, have it by the portal. Yeah, because the thing with the brake run is when you're seeing that you also you know the ride's nearly over and you don't seem to smile and enjoy it as much if you had it near the portal i think that'd be the ideal placement yeah i think you're right to be honest like i know they removed the camera when they changed it fully to vr yeah obviously you don't really need that but i think i think it was just them being lazy because they couldn't be bothered to actually place it in a good place. Literally just decided to walk out, place the camera there, whatever. And it's a mixture between the placing of the camera and, you know, I think it's just a weird place. Yeah, but the overall experience of the ride is something that I, I really enjoy and I'm yeah. glad you enjoy it as well. No, your number two then? Right, my number two. Now, um, I this is a different, this is an interesting one. My number two is Stealth at Thorpe Park. Oh, nice. Now, Stealth is a roller coaster that is... The reason it's not number one is a lot, a bit like Oblivion. Is the oh, how short the ride is gives it sort of an... Uh, it doesn't, we can't, doesn't really allow you to enjoy it as much as you should. Because by the time you've got over and you're at the top of the top hat, you, it's, the ride almost feels like it's already over and it's just... It doesn't. It kind of loses its amazingness. But the speed it goes, it's one of the fastest rides in the UK. I think it's the third fastest roller coaster yeah. in the world. Well, in the, in, in the UK, it definitely is. And it, I just yeah. feel like it's. It just gives it something that UK needed, which was a King Dakar top slash top thrill dag, dragster type of ride yeah. in the UK, which is what I really like about it. No, I, see, sorry, go on. All I was going to say is, I think if I was to go on something like Top Thrill Jankster, 
in the US, I think that would that would definitely replace stealth. But as I haven't, then I think that's my that's why it's my number two. I think if some like little history behind stealth, stealth was actually meant to go towards the nose, and Reed was actually meant to go over to um, Thought Park. But due to Alton Hill's height restrictions, they couldn't actually put in stealth. Yeah. So we had, so we had to have Rita, and they had to have stealth. Um, I don't actually, to be honest, I don't think stealth for Alton Towers would have been a good idea. No, I don't think it would have fit. I don't know why they would have put it either, but I don't think it would have fit. No, and I don't think. I think the fact is, um, Thought Park is meant for thrill seekers. It's meant to be a more scary and intense park and i think the placement of stealth was right there and not in alton towers whereas yeah alton towers is definitely family park now which is a strange move there's so many family parks around like portons and drayton but it is what they're going for yeah and i think with all that with their addition of all the resort uh the hotels and resorts um the alton towers have made i think that's why they sort of started going for these um family parks because if you're like if you're like if there's only two of you you're you're more likely to go to thought park if you're older yeah. then go to Alton Hose. Alton Hose is more for the families because you've got for the thrill seekers you've got rides that are for like teenagers that don't really want to go on the bigger rides but don't want to go on the kiddie rides and you've got like the kids so there's things for every age group to be honest yeah i think you're right and that's why it's quite well placed at Thought Park than it is at Alton Towers. So would you like to do your number one, your favourite roller coaster in the world? Um which is Wickerman. Oh okay. This is interesting. So Wickerman is a roller coaster which I liked from the start. To be honest, the first time I rolled it was this season. Um yeah. it was it was a fair it's a roller coaster that I enjoyed but it's it's i think it's not for the thrills no it's just for that amazing experience that you get in that pre-show that pre-show makes that pre-show makes the whole ride for me when you get on every time i go into that pre-show room it just makes it Um, i've been on sorry go on no i was just gonna say no no actually go on because i'll this will probably link in um i think I've been on Wickerman like three times then. And every time I go into that pre-show, it gives me the chills. Not because of how scary it is, but it's just how good it is. I think what the theming of the ride makes it one of the best roller coasters in the UK. And if they would put that much effort into rides, other rides, it would have made the park so amazing. You've got to look at other rides and you think if they had themed it to that extent. Cough, cough, Rita. Yeah, exactly. And actually, the what I would point out, though, I don't know where the marketing team thought of the idea, why don't we make a family coaster themed to human sacrifice? That must have been... You know, that's an interesting way to go with it. Because I think... Sorry, go on. I mean, it's not. it's not like... It shouldn't be a family coaster because it is an intense ride, but that's what they are marketing it as. To be honest, I think it was put some thought into it. And the only reason I say this is because when you go on as a kid, you don't really know the storyline behind it. Yeah. But it's a good roller coaster. When you go as an adult, it's not a massively thrilling thrilling coaster, but it 
you know, you've still got that amazing experience. I think the reason why they did it is because it's just to target every age group and every age age range. Yeah, but we've got a serious issue because, we talked about earlier, Wickerman is an IP. So... Is it? it being, yeah, it is. You never know. So, it being an IP means they are going to have to pay a lot for it. And if anything was ever to happen, like the Smiler incident, what are they going to do with that ride? Because they can only see that. I actually never knew it was an IP. What's, what's it yeah, it's a, it's a film. It's, well, there's two films of it, neither of which are very family films. But I, I believe if their IP was ever to run out for what, what, any reason, that roller coaster would not be able to survive because it's so heavily themed to that experience that I don't think they could continue, could it? No. Your number one, then. We're on 45 minutes. Your number my, one. My number one. Now, this is... One of the most common answers I get from people who go to, to Alton Towers, and it is Nemesis. Mm-hmm. Now, I think when I first heard people saying it was their favourite roller coaster, I didn't really understand it because it just didn't seem like. A, to, when you look at it, it doesn't feel like something truly amazing. I know obviously it's a unique experience when you're looking at it in the caves, and that makes it different. But when you read it on paper, it doesn't seem that crazy. And when you see it's the world's most intense roller coaster. I thought that's just ridiculous, but when I actually went inside, I went and sat down and went through the ride, and I got off. I was dizzy, and I was just shocked at how intense it was. There's there's a point where you're doing a, um, a helix, and you're being pushed so far into your seat. I thought I was gonna like like melt. It was ridiculous, <laughs> but it's it's just a truly amazing experience. And I know a lot of people don't want to do it because it's called the most intense ride, but I really do think it's worth riding. What then? That's well, it then, I guess. That's brilliant. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Once again, I did Thank say you. earlier on, you should definitely go and check out Theme Park Reviews' YouTube channel. Also, their podcast, Towers Talk, is on YouTube. Um, so if you're listening, if you're not listening to this podcast on YouTube right now, go over to is nearly ended and just have a little look at that i, I am in a couple of their pod your podcasts aren't i so. yeah and all we really do is we just talk about awesome terrors and if you enjoyed us talking about awesome terrors today we um our first episode is about nemesis of karen twining toadstool yeah and i'm well funny enough we're actually going to go and record that now so yeah this is going on a little bit before but i'm gonna leave this thank you so much theme up with you i'm about to right. let's do a little music transition everyone and i'll see music you transition. in the music transition whoa whoa, whoa. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I've been Nye. My Instagram tag is coaster underscore toaster underscore YT. You've also been listening to Theme Park Reviews UK. His tag is theme park underscore reviews underscore UK. You can find his YouTube channel, which is the same as his Instagram tag. You also listen to his podcast on YouTube, which is Towers Talk. I am in his first podcast episode, so you can go and check that one out if you like. Once again, thank you for watching, and I hope to see you in my next podcast. Make sure to subscribe and rate this podcast. Thank you very much.